0: Today, the 15th of Tammuz is the yurt site of Rabenu Chaim ben Atar, the holy Or HaChaim, whose commentary you might be familiar with from the Mikros Gedolos Chumash. There's the commentary of the Or HaChaim, which itself is fascinating if you think about the fact that most of the commentary surrounding a Chumash is from the Rishonim, from the medieval scholars in the 10th, 11th, 12th century, and the Or HaChaim... Lived in the 1700s, and yet his commentary is in every standard version of Chumash. And indeed, the holy Baal Shem Tev, when the Baal Shemtev traveled to Eretz Yisrael, made his famous journey to the land of Israel. In fact, the reason the Baal Shemtev traveled to Israel was to meet with the Or HaChaim HaKodesh, with the holy Or Ha-chayim. And the Baal Shem Tov very much believed that if the two of them would have met, they would have brought Mashiach. Unfortunately, the Baal Shem Tov was shipwrecked and went through a tremendous journey and had a miracle as we celebrate always the last day of Pesach. But the Or HaChaim was a tzaddik on a completely different level, completely different level. Which you'll hear and understand when you hear the story that I want to share with you that the Lubavitcher Rebbe of our generation shared. Seventy years ago, in 1950, in the month of Tammuz, the month that we're in. Of course, we know that Tammuz, this month of Tammuz in the Torah literature is always known as the warmest month. In the language of Chazal, Takufas Tammuz. The takufa, the season of Tammuz, is the season of the summer. And of course we know, what is it that distinguishes the summer the tekufah of Tammuz, the takufa, the season of the summer, is the hottest, the hottest season. Now, we know in the world, when we speak about hotness, it being hot, chamimus, hotness, unfortunately, in the side of the, the opposite of holiness, has a lot of quite, has a lot of very unholy connotations. And indeed, I'm sure I don't need to reference anything in particular to give everyone the feeling of what comes to mind when you speak of the wild and crazy hot days of summer, to the extent that, you know, some people on a hot summer night might even offer their throat to a wolf with the red roses. And the reason, of course, that the hotness, the heat of summer has... Historically, brought about so many seemingly negative, impure things is because heat and life, Chamimus and Chaim, are connected. Hashem, kecha Esh, Oichlehu, God is likened to a burning fire. Fire and life and vitality are connected. Death is coldness. Life, vitality, and hence, The source of life, which is, of course, reproduction, procreation, is always going to be connected with heat and hotness because that is what produces life and vitality. And so the Lubavitch Rebbe said, of course, therefore we understand that like everything in Torah, there's always Bechira Chavshis, this free choice. And it's always those things that could bring about the worst impurity that could also bring about the greatest levels of holiness. It's dafka, the heat as all the books of Musser and Chassidus explain, that heat serving Hashem with a kite, with warmness, with a warmth, with alacrity, with vitality, Lebedekite, with life, with warmness, that's what brings us close to Hashem, like the Baal Shem Tev and all of his students indeed taught. To the extent I heard from my Rebbe, Rav Weinberger, that Rebbe Aaron Karliner used to say, Rebbe Aaron Karliner, that was from that generation of Hasidim that weren't afraid to say the ultimate truth, that any day he would take a Jew who's drunk in a bar singing love songs with passion, he'd prefer that Jew any day over a Jew sitting dead and cold over a Gemara because at least the one that's passionate is alive, and you could just redirect the heat. You could redirect the excitement. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe said that indeed, because of Bechira, God made the heat of the summer in such a way that one could use it to allow oneself be burned up with improper things or to be burned up with love of Hashem. This is the time of year, this heat of the summer, that one could transform into being burned up with love of Hashem. And just to show the extent of how much that's possible, the Lubavitch Rebbe told a story about the holy Arachayim. That one time Rebbe Chaim Benatar, who, like I said, was from Morocco, was traveling in a caravan in the desert in those days when you had to travel in the desert you couldn't travel by yourself, it was dangerous I mean, there had to be food, there had to be water, protection from the elements so to travel in the desert you needed a caravan of other people and so the Arachim was traveling in the desert and he was in a caravan all of a sudden Shabbos came and the rest of the caravan didn't want to wait for him. Now, obviously, halachically there'd be different heterim because it's pikuach nefesh; it's dangerous to be to stay in a desert by oneself. But the Or was a tzaddik on that level that he did not want to profane the Shabbos even to save his own life. And so he stayed by himself in the desert. And all of a sudden, a lion came upon him. Imagine he was by himself Shabbos in the desert with absolutely no one, and a lion started approaching him. I don't know what you would do, but I'll tell you what the Arachayim did. The Arachayim showed the lion his bris milah. He just showed the lion his bris milah. And when the lion saw that, not only didn't he damage the Arachayim, he actually sat in front of him the entire Shabbos and guarded him, protected him from all the other animals, and after Shabbos, the Arachayim was able to ride on the line. He climbed on the lion, and the lion gave him a ride all the way to catch up to the caravan. That's the story. What does that mean? What does it mean he showed him his bris milah. So the Lubavitcher explained that the idea of a bris is a skashrus, is one's deep connection, one's bond with God. And when one has a connection with God, one has Tzela Elohim, one has the real image of God, as we know, a real man was created in the image of God. Men and women were created in the image of God. And when a person fully instantiates in their body what their soul is, then their hiskashus, their connection with Hashem, is fully felt by animals in the body in the body, and especially for, especially for a man in that place of Kesher of bris, And so the Rebbe says that you see that dafka from that part of the body that's connected to heat, that could so much be a source of improper things, if we're able somehow to harness the heat and the power of Avas HaShem, of love of God, to the extent that we could allow ourselves to Use the heat that we have that's naturally shining in this world and transform it into a way to get us even closer to Hashem. As the Rebbe Maharash explained that Shmiras Habris, actually means in a deeper way that the bris protects you like we see with the story of the or HaKhaim, that your kesher, your connection with Hashem, the more one is able to transform their heat and their love and their passion to heat and love and passion for God, that bris, that kesher, that connection becomes part of our actual body. And that literally protects us from all negativity. And as the Rebbe concluded that since in our generation, it's now 70 years after the previous Rebbe, the Rebbe Ayatz passed away, and his birthday was, and the day of his redemption was in the month of Tammuz, that gives special power for our generation that we could all love God to the extent that God will become our flesh.